Another edition of the Views from the Friends Zone podcast. It's your boy Real Talk Marv. Happy Sunday, y'all. For those of y'all going to head out to uh, Summer Jam, man, I'm kind of jealous. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I'm going to have my partner introduce himself. It's your boy Cliff Brock Banal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So shout out to Greedy Gut and Sensei, aka Open Shirt Poppy. They're not here today, family obligations, but they'll be back next time we have a show. You know what I'm saying? So just going to, you know, have a regular scheduled show. We had an artist that was supposed to come up, but things came up, but we're going to hold down the fort. You know what I'm saying? So, Facts. Cliff, let me know what's been going on. Um, Everything everything is normal. Working, pushing, keeping it up. You know, changed the foreign up. Left the Audi family to Mercedes. Yeah, yeah, Feeling yeah. good about myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about you it. Always gotta reward. You always got to have the fruits of your labor, mm, right? Yeah. You work hard, you got to play hard. Yeah, yeah, so change the foreign up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See yeah. what that's about, the Mercedes life about, and then, yeah. you know, keep pushing. Yeah. Trying to take care of the fam. Shout out who everybody who out there really, really, like, doing their hardest job to participate in Thought Season. <laughs> I was really impressed with the lineups that I saw on the way in. You know what I'm saying? You know? People... People are looking good. The weather's nice. It's holding up. You the views got to be go to Summer Jam next year, though. Yeah, yeah, Summer yeah, Jam lineup to. was crazy, though. That, that may be a must. It was a lot of artists performing this year. Be safe out there. Meg The Stallion. You know, I'm a Cardi B fan. DeVito. You know what I'm saying? It was a lot of artists. Yeah. Uh, a Boogie with the hoodie. My wife loves A Boogie. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So it was a lot of artists out there. So shout out to everyone doing Summer Jam. That's a fact. I really respect, respect that grind. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, also... The finals, man. <laughs> finals is good, you know. Shout out to the Toronto people from the six. The six. You know what I'm saying? Doing their thing, you know. I'm a big fan of Kawhi Leonard's because, you know, Kawhi Leonard's like, I ain't going to talk a lot of mess. I'm just going to handle my business. He humble. K- Kawhi Leonard carries himself like a grown man, like a, a dad who comes on the gym. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It shows everybody that grown man strength. You He's know humble, what I'm saying? Yeah. Who you got tonight? Um... I'm gonna go with Golden State for the tie, one one. <laughs> I, I I think I don't. I'm see not a hundred percent convinced that Toronto can win it all, but I think they're gonna make it two and zero oh, and put pressure on Golden State to play KD, make KD come back. You know what I'm saying? There's there's, there's rumors KD might even make an appearance. He first he was ruled out, but then he had a practice, and now Kerr said you know something could happen, but. Okay, I don't cool. know, you know what I'm saying? But all right, that's enough for the, the the small talk. We're gonna jump right into the show. The first topic we're going to talk about is off-limit dating, you know. Um, there's a lot of times that, you know, you have to kind of carry yourself to be like, even though you want to date someone, even though you're feeling someone, you can't date them because of there's limits, you know what I'm saying? There's limitations, maybe prior relationships, maybe because they're just not right for you, maybe because they're a friend of a friend's, or maybe they're your ex's friend. So we want to discuss, you know, what makes someone off-limit to dating. I remember one time... A while back, uh, I kind of was feeling someone that I knew who passed, ex-girlfriend. And then the moral dilemma of it was like, you know, the person passed. And, you know, this was a long, long time ago. But the person passed and um, it wasn't their girlfriend that they was dating 
yeah. while they passed. It was an ex before then. But it's the dilemma, right? He's passed now. I can't be like, yo, dog, do I got to go ahead? <laughs> He's gone. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So we're just going to discuss like off limits. Like what's off limits when it comes to dating? So Cliff, who's off limits when it comes to dating? Off limits when it comes to dating. Off limits when it comes to dating. Um, hundred percent family, family. Any any of family members' exes is off limits. Okay. I don't, I don't, of course, when you just said family, it didn't give a no, little no, bit more. No. I'm like, of course, family's off. No, no, off family limits for dating. Exes, unless you're in Alabama, family. Then your sister look good to you. Family's exes is off limits, and um, friends also exes is off limits too, yeah. to a certain extent, because yeah. um. Guy, a female, I don't know about females, but I'm speaking from a guy's perspective. A guy's never going to truly tell you if it's really over and what kind of feelings he really has for them. Guys always downplay So they always downplay the situation. So immediate friends, immediate family is off limits. Yeah. Associates, fair game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If I know you through on some, hey, I might see you one or two times in the gym, whatever, but it ain't nothing really like solid or concrete. It's fair game yeah. on both parties. You you it's fair game for you too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But if 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 I break bread with you, you know we we've been through the trenches. It's off limit. When when you be when you are that person, significant other, I don't even look at you that kind of way. Mm-hmm. So that's just that just that's just me as my reputation speaks for itself. Okay. Yeah. That's 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 true. And then also another reason what made me think about this is because. Me and Nancy, we watch This Is Us all the time. And I always... I watched first season and I fell off. Yeah, I always scream out, F Miguel. And Miguel is the father's best friend who marries the mother, right? Okay. So once the father died, spoiler alert if you don't watch This Is Us. I don't watch the it. The father's died. I'm never going to catch it. His best friend then marries his wife, right? Okay. So this is years down the line. Yeah. But still, and then Nancy always says, like, you know... But you know what? She found comfort in him. He was there for them. And I'm like, nah, man. To me, that feel like you was always yeah, plotting yeah. on my joint you, when I had like, blood in my like veins. You, you was doing research to find the project you know before saying? the project was available. Exactly, exactly. So I can't rock with that. So all the times you would tell me like, yo, you got a good woman, man. You should appreciate it. She looks good, man. You know, I'd be lucky to have a woman like her. I'm like, hmm. Yeah, you trying. So you was laying down foundation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a fact. I, I think another persons or people who's off limits of dating is your ex friends right so you and your current like for instance I'm married if me and my wife break up I can't date none of her friends I don't care uh, I don't care how no, good the connection uh, uh, came uh, and it was never there before you can't 100% because right all, all that's gonna lead to is problems problems it's you gonna know, seem so. like you know I and, always and you, you know you know why shit. I say always the off limit thing is guys and girls it's too many people in the world to put yourself in that kind of situation it's yeah. so many girls available so many guys available why would you find comfort in somebody that that you used to be close with as a friend or or, or associate, real close, yeah. and then you try to date that woman or date their 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 um their boyfriend. I, or whatever. I was talking to someone. It yesterday doesn't make no sense about um just moving on in relationships, and the the term that I use is sometimes the devil you know versus the devil you don't. So sometimes you think, well, I kind of know this person because I've been around them. We've never dated, but I know that this person is a good person. My ex always speak highly of them. Let me kind of move on. But I just feel like, you know what? It just leaves too much 
you start the relationship off, the relationship up off right with too much weirdness right because yeah. now if you're dating that person someone close to them is your ex yeah so how does it work for social functions does that person come by is there awkwardness do you laugh and joke about it yeah now all of the that person knows a lot of times they know all your your faults and stuff like that right because people who who you know your ex used to tell her stuff about you listen I, I got I have it could some be good friends. it could be bad I, I have some friends and 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 they know what you call it I, um they dated some of the some of the baddest girls and whatever yeah but I never found any attraction or said to myself man only if only if only if something happened I'm gonna I'm gonna make a move up so I'm to, to me is I look at you as one of the homies right now and that's it, because at the end of the day, it's too many girls, too many female, too many guys out there to plot on another people's situation. I don't understand that. So yeah. that means the whole time you was you wasn't really people happy. Say, people you wasn't say no, but, but I, you, I feel like it's that weird. Whole, that whole time to me tells me you wasn't really happy with my situation. You were just waiting for my situation to to open up so you can make your move. That's how I look at it. Yeah, you know. I think another person that has to be off limits is some people. Some people say no. I, I feel like. Your coworkers are off limits, man. It happens, though. And I know, and until to me, until be, especially if this job is important to you, until either you leave the department or leave the job, leave you, that alone, let me bro. Tell you it's it, it to me. There's more negative that could come from it than positive. Your coworkers definitely should be off limit, but it all depends what kind of job and environment. The environment, the function I work in, it happens every day. Because yeah. you got to think about Because you know how we always talk about work husbands and work no, wives? Yeah, but you got to think about the environment you in. Like, um, you know, it's no secret. I, I work in I work in jail, but it, from when you work with somebody 8 to 16 hours, you'll see it every day. Relationships build like this. You know, what I mean? Sometimes you're not even attracted to the person, but you're spending so much time with them. It's an instant connection because... You just deal with them, you yeah. know, and I see I see it firsthand all the time. So coworkers should never be somebody that you you look and what you got, but it happens a lot. It happens a lot, and sometimes those those be the people you confine in. Mm-hmm. When you confine in somebody, whatever, and then that person is giving you the right answer. Now you all of a sudden you find that person mm-hmm. attractive because that person is just giving you the good the the, the, the advice you need at that time the closest yeah I, the closest i ever came is i dated a temp back when i was um wfan so this was like fresh out of college this is like 2005 right uh i dated a girl who was a temp and then when she stopped being a temp i took her out and to me that was the closest because she was already out of the door kind of thing. But to me that awkwardness, I mean it's cool, right? Because it's spicy when you're dating a coworker. You know, I can maybe sneak, sneak a, sneak, you know, a quick session in a closet type shit, or, or you know, <laughs> some kind of wellness. But to me it's just yeah. like when it go bad, it's, it's just awkward, right? And then now, now it's eight hours of thinking about: Am I gonna see this person? Can I avoid this person? It's just, it's just, it's just too much. It, the best way to do it is, you know, not not to go that far. But things, stuff happens. It all depends what kind of environment, job you have. I can say from my experience and where I work at, it happens a lot. Mm-hmm. I think another thing you have to think about that's off limit is people that you're building a business with or 
working on something with like sometimes the chemistry is there but once it goes bad it's tough right yeah I always want to feel like anybody that I date with that I date you know what I'm saying like you know I want to be able to somehow continue to have a relationship with them post like you can't be best friends with all your exes but I want to be able to walk away in a way where it's just like it's not going to affect my life going forward you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's why, to me, there's got to be the off-limits, you know? I think your your ex's co-workers, they're off-limits too, right? Because they're going to think every time you came to pick them up at the office or dropped off lunch for them, you kept looking at yeah, they're, Susan they're, from they're, accounting they're, or, they're, or Betty from bookkeeping but or you something. Know what, you know what it is? In, in um, society today, it's like a lot of people... They want the instant relationship. They don't want to do the research for it. So it's easier to say, you know what? Yo, yo, you know what? Cl- um, Cliff, Cliff and Blase Blah is not together no more, what you call it, yo. You know, I always found him or I always found her. Yo, she did look kind of good, yo. It's right here. Yeah. It's easy for me. Yeah. Instead of going online or trying to find out a date, whatever. And it's like, Sometimes people just don't got enough time, you yeah. know. So it's easy to find somebody in your circle, and that's why I think a lot of the I think a lot of bad things happen with that. It's easy to yeah. say just look. To me, look it's low hanging fruit, right? It's it, it's no effort into it because it's right there. Yeah. But to me, it's just like if I, you know, I've been in a relationship for eleven years now. If I break up from this relationship, I gotta start fresh. I gotta yeah. get completely yeah. out of this yeah. circle. Yeah. I don't need no reminders. I don't need no connections. I don't yeah. need that. You know, oh, you always was looking at her kind of thing. Now every time you say, oh, such and such look cute in that picture yeah. or Facebook. Or you like yeah. that picture and say, looking good, sis. Now it look like you was plotting and you never had that energy. Yeah. I, I mean, I just, I feel like um, it's too many, too many um, girls and females in the world to just be, put yourself in that kind of situation. But I'm not going to lie. It has, the stuff happens. and. Yeah. A lot of times when you, as people, like, when you get older and you're a certain age, the research is kind of hard. Mm-hmm. We, we speaking from a married perspective, right? But if, if, if we say tomorrow we're getting a divorce, whatever, too, and we got to learn all of yeah. the female ways, we got we to gotta court the female game. I, I, my game is pretty sharp, so I think I, I would bounce. I would, I would bounce back. You like Jordan? Jordan when he put forty five back on, I, 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 came back on the I'm court. I'm more like I'm more like Ron Harper. I'm always solid <laughs> on whatever team I play on. You understand? Yeah. Like whatever team I play, I'm always gonna be a solid guy. Like you know, he was alright. Yeah. So I feel like um, you know when you get older, it's hard to do the whole going this day, going that day. So a lot of people attack. Um, is attracted to people they know. So that's why they keep, you know, they, they say, let me try this because it's right there in front of their face instead mm-hmm. of saying, you know what? Let me meet somebody outside of the circle mm-hmm. and stuff. Which will, even that's why I say in the environment, I see a lot of um, females and even guys, they keep dating the same people they work with because in it's right in front circle. of their face and they don't got time to research mm-hmm. it. It's Because it, it's tough. If you've been in a relationship five to ten years it is not easy to go back and just learn somebody new ways yeah. and stuff so that's what happens the game is different right like yeah when I st- first started dating my wife um Facebook was around but Facebook wasn't Facebook like that nah you know it was for like college it, it was college students and people didn't really care like that yeah. I still had a MySpace page yeah 
You know what I'm saying? I still was on Black Planet. Yeah. Black Planet has made a comeback, but I say that to say this. They made a comeback? I didn't know that. Yeah. I said it's this, not this Tinder, not this, this Snapchat, not this. harmony all that like, stuff, like, yeah. Even when I first was dating, like, texting was cool, but texting wasn't, like, completely all you do is texting. Texting was... Nah, I, I text... <laughs> I, I'll hang up with someone like, yo, let me text you. I really don't want to be occupied on the but phone like te- that. Te- I think also texting kind of um, ruined relationships and people getting really getting to know each other too because a lot of times men and women, they don't know how to build personality anymore because mm-hmm. it's easy. Some people are good writers. Me, I got to talk to you. I can't really... Go- I'm not a great writer, so I need, to, writer, I need, so I need to talk to you to, to get my point across. I have no problem so. picking up the phone and talking, but to me... I feel like I can text and do other things. On the phone, you kind of got to be like, uh-huh, paying attention <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah. Right, so the next question is, right, with the the off-limit dating, right? Now, excuse me. Now, we know you can't date your homeboy, your, your partner's ex, right? But yeah. The, the, let's take it to that next level. You and your homeboy was both feeling a shorty, right? You told your homeboy, like, yo, I'm feeling shorty. He's like, yo, I bag shorty, too. And then, but he's like, yo, I bagged up before you. I was like, I didn't know. You, you, you take a step back. But they don't work out. Is it fair game to holler at Shorty? It's, it, because he knew. Matter of fact, let's, let me put another caveat. You was feeling Shorty before he did. But for some reason, y'all both were spitting. And then Shorty went for him. But now, see, Shorty wants to fit. They you, too. You see, it, it, it's uh, you gotta know you gotta know what friend and how you dealing with, right? Mm-hmm. Cause this happened me, me and my boy from college, right? I, um, one time I bagged a chick, whatever, too, mm-hmm. and you know I bagged nice little drink in college. This is before um my wife yeah. and stuff, whatever. Nice little drink, and and I could tell she was kind of feeling my boy, so I was like, you know. Me, me being that me, me being the alley oop specialist, I said, yo, I could. T- I always thrown alley oops. No well, one threw alley oops for me except oh, Open Shirt Poppy. <laughs> so shout out to Open Shirt Poppy who threw me the ultimate alley oop. Me being the alley oop specialist, I, sometimes I didn't. I, sometimes I could FedEx selling through the mail. That's how powerful the um, the alley oop game is for me. Yeah. But that's another story. Yeah. Me, uh, me, um. Setting it up, I could tell she was feeling it, feeling them. You know, yeah. she's she was kind of like gazing in, in his face. I said, "Yo, boy, it's go time for you." Like yeah. it's, and I bagged the heat. He was like, you, "He," because I knew what kind of time he on. We yeah. both Tauruses. He, we, we know what it is. A win is a win. Two yeah. plus two is four. Yeah. But certain friends could handle that. Certain certain friends I have, I wouldn't play those games or I wouldn't try to be like you know give them that pass because. You really don't know people all the time. Some yeah. people are sensitive, and they they'll look at it like, "Damn, son, what you know? How to go about it?" It just you just gotta evaluate the situation so yeah. you don't step on nobody's toes. That's yeah. what I say. Yeah. What do I, you think? So it's the magnitude of it, right? Like, obviously, I wouldn't date one of my boys' ex-wives. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't date one of my boys' baby moms. Yeah. But. If my boy boys say he dated shorty and stuff like that, even you know, they might have slept together, but that was a long time ago and it it meant nothing. To me, I I just feel like it's 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 awkward, right? Because your boy kind of knows the person you're thinking about intimately, but at the same time, if I feel like the person is really dope, like a really good investment into my life, somebody that I could build with, I'd be like, yo, you get, do I have your permission? 
If he could say full fledged, <laughs> no no feelings about Dudes, it, I would do it. Listen, listen. But one thing about us, we are emotional creatures, so you never really know exactly what's going on, yeah. right? So, dude, I had in college, I had dudes, I'm, you know, yeah, you can have whatever too. But when you knocking down them walls and, and that guy, now they, they talking yeah. shit behind your back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now, now it's like, yo, you did, yo, I can't believe he did this to me. Yo, he ain't no real one. What kind of dude would do that? See, so me, I, I like to avoid the situations. Yeah. So I just like, you know what? Like I said, I had, I, I, I got, I got some of my boys. One of my boys, he, he had the Shawn Michaels of, of chicks. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, lineup. Uh, I don't know Shawn by Shawn Michaels. <laughs> one, one half of the Rockers. He was, I'm just a sexy boy. <laughs> he, sexy he, boy. He had, he had, he the had the Shawn Michaels of girls. Yeah. And he could tell you to this day. When I tell you, yo, Cliff is a real one with that, yeah, because it's, it's it's not me. Like I, I, my thing is, I'm not I'm not in competition with you, yeah. What at all time, never. I'm always trying to avoid that. Yeah. And dudes are emotional creatures, so dude, mm. like, yeah, good. It's cool. I've had a few dudes kind of like know that I was spitting at a girl, and then there was this, oh, I was feeling her too, kind of thing. And I kind of, I, I kind of, I took a step back because I always feel not. I didn't step back initially, but I, I'm never gonna compete. I always feel like what's for me is for me, what's for you is for you, kind of thing. It, you know what I'm saying? It's too many out there to do that. So yeah. when you put yourself in that situation, it's different. But I, I've never, I've never been in a situation where it's just like you know what, I really felt, I really felt that person on that level where it's just like oh man, even though I know their ex or their ex was my people's, I really. You know what I'm saying? I never had that connection. But I also feel like, yo, if someone, if someone like you feel like, man, the vibes is crazy. Like, this is supposed to be my next wife kind of thing. Are you going to, like, really, you know what I'm saying? Like, if your boy give you the go-ahead, would you really fight it? Or are you going to be like, nah, that's my man X? See, you got to, you see, that's why I said you got to know how to dissect. You got to know how to dissect your friends. If my man that I'm talking about... Um, gave me to go ahead. I know it's legit. Mm-hmm. If other dudes gave me to go ahead, I, I probably would step back because every every friend is different, right? Yeah. And not to say that my other friend is better than that friend. It's just that some dudes are really sensitive, and mm-hmm. and and you don't know the dynamic of what their relationship is. The one I'm talking, the, the one friend I'm talking about, he knows if I gave him to go ahead, it's a green light. It's really like okay, yeah. it's go time. Yeah. But other dudes. Other dudes, you you really don't know. So it's it's sometimes it's better just to step back. Period. If 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 it's a, if it got too too close in general, where you yeah, just yo you know you just know it's gonna be next level whatever too, and you just don't want to miss your blessing. Mm-hmm. You gotta reaffirm that with that guy again. Have that conversation. Yeah. And then once once you have that second conversation, and if you, in your heart you feel like it was genuine, yeah, you can't stop yourself from finding love, especially when you're older. You That's gotta go fact. for it. So, so last topic. Last question on this topic, and then we'll move on. Is if someone you know passes away, can you date their ex? Because I told you I was in that yeah, situation. Yeah. Um, but my moral dilemma just wouldn't let me. If do someone it. you know, like he was a friend, he was associate, you got to explain that because if he was associate, just because I know him, if I know him, I said hi, we, you know, we might play, we might play ball here or there, mm-hmm. then you could date his ex. To- but if it, if it's a genuine in the circle where you know that's the homie. Now you can't do that. You know what I'm saying? Because you didn't you didn't even get that pass. 
You didn't. It's like it's a level of disrespect. The person's not here. To me, it's, it's the level of exes also, right? Yes. Like, if it was his girl he was dating at the time that he passed, I can't do it. But what if it was his shorty from high school? Oh, we no, 30 no, that's, that's why different. it's levels no, to no, it. It's definitely levels. I, I, I like the way you explain yeah, that. I can't, I can't date the ex that he was with while he was, what's his name? I can't date his baby moms. Yeah. I can't date his ex-wife. To me, those are off limits. High school. But now that we've, we're in our 30s, you know, most of us have been dating since we've been 15 and, and longer. So I'm not going to cross off every ex if I find somebody No, else. no. High school is a little different. High school, it's a go. Because yeah. high school. High what school, about college? High school's puppy love. Even college is, 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 college is puppy love to a certain extent, mm-hmm. right? If your man was dating her as a junior, senior, you're kind of crossing the line. Junior, you, senior, we 37 years old. Junior and seniors, junior, senior, you about you 20, 21, 21, 20, 20, 21. 20, 20, 20, 20, 20. We yeah, 37 years old, that's a legal, 10, 15 years. You almost, you almost a legal adult. You got to be careful uh. that. Freshman <laughs> and sophomore years to go because, you know, you still, yeah. when you date, well, if you got a girlfriend that's You're ripping and running freshman Listen, and if you got yeah. a girlfriend junior, senior year, the next step after you graduate, you're probably going to, you know what I'm saying? Date each other a little while, try to get a job and move in together. Yeah. So that's why you you might be crossing boundaries. When she when somebody gets to 21 or 22 and God, you gotta fall back. Nah, man, I. It's still it's still I, young. I'm 36 years old. Yeah. When I was 21, 22, that's 15, 14 years ago. Yeah. Any of my friends who dated someone 15, 14 years ago, unless that's their baby mom or their ex-wife, how are you still holding a torch for that person? Boy, I'm telling you, the game is different, boy. Yeah. The game is there. It's rules to this shit, and and if you don't follow, you could find yourself outside outside the box. I'm telling yeah. you, it's, it's rules. So just be know. careful. I mean, so to end this topic is just like yo, certain people are off limits because of the relationships and the diamond dynamics that you have or yeah. have within your circle. But I also feel like you know what? Don't block your blessings into true love. Have communication have with the people around Have that conversation. Like you, you said, know? have that get conversation. That yeah, don't get sneak th- around. The worst thing you could do is sneak around. And he that's find when, out. And he that's find when out. it turns into something that could like really turn really bad. That's a fact. And now you ruin you know, a friendship you had for a lifetime over something that might not be that serious. Yeah. So the next topic we're going to go to is clout chasing. And clout chasing, for those who don't know, is when people do certain things to get props or certain things to seem like they're the man, you know, and... I feel like this day and age with social media, clout chasing is at an all-time high. For example, that I want to bring up is there's this rapper <laughs> called, um, he's called Cam Cohart, right? Yeah. And, 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 and this guy, like, if you follow his IG for a while, he's been calling out the baby for a long time. They're both North Carolina rappers, right? The baby's popping right now. He got the I'm Young CEO, Shug. That's, like, that's his song, right? That's really popping. Yeah. But he got other songs. Cam Cohart, I don't know nothing about him, right? But I say that to say this, you know, you know, sometimes when you're from a certain place and you, you kind of go up, the dudes who was grinding kind of at the same time as you who don't blow up, sometimes they, they, they want to pull they at your coattail, right? That. Yeah, they, they jealous of that. So, um, so anyway, Cam Cohart was going on Instagram talking trash like, oh, that little dude don't want to fight me and stuff like that, like doing mad videos. <laughs> so then they, so Cam Cohart ran into the, the baby at the Louis Vuitton store. Saying, did that punk go? Did that? It turns out that the baby wanted all the smoke and bust his ass live on IG. 
<laughs> on some so, Mayweather shit. Yeah, so so the after the fact, he's like, look, he scratched me. He's not really a fighter. And it was bad because... He dropped him in his drawers. He dropped him. Yeah, he had pants without <laughs> anything. So, you know. Yeah. So um, so I say that to say this. So bring it back, right? Um, what is clout, Why is clout chasing at an all-time high, you think? I think cloud chasing at all time high is because even in a even like in a work volume you can find people cloud chasing because because yeah. people are so focused on other people's energy instead of focusing on themselves. Yeah. Like if it's you the approval, if right? You, Everybody listen, wants to be the man. If you are a rapper or any, are you doing something into entertainment um, business, whatever? Too. Your best thing is to focus on yourself and try to win on your own. Mm-hmm. Doing that, oh. Coming after somebody's shine or coming after somebody's fame, especially especially when, when especially when when a person looks like you and and you, instead of saying you know what let me let me hit him up to see if I could get a track with him or what you call a boom, or, or, or something positive, you trying to air this man out and then also and it goes left you look retarded. Yeah, a lot of the times cloud chasing is one of those things where you think oh yeah this is gonna this is gonna create an opportunity. No, it's going to embarrass your brand, period. Whatever you got working hard at, nobody's ever going to take you serious. Nobody's going to ever take that ca- um, that Carolina, um, Carolina rapper serious. Cam Cohart. You, nobody's serious. He could have had some amazing hit records. His thing was, you know, he should have he put the baby on the spot. Yo, I finally ran into the baby. Yo, you want to jump on the track with me? That's a different thing. The little baby can't really... No, but Cam Cohart's whole energy was that I'm just as I big know, as the baby. Know, but, so he would have never humbled himself but, to no, do but, that. But listen, what I'm to tell you. The cloud chasing thing, all you're doing is wasting energy on another person where you could be focusing on your brand. Yeah. I it's think the, another another bad way of clout chasing, I'm going to talk about hip-hop and outside of hip-hop, is just like a lot of times just for clout, people will participate in activities. Like, like all these dudes who like, yo, you've been making millions for years. You're not in the trap no more. <laughs> yeah, like... You know what I'm saying? Don't I get it twisted, right? Don't get it twisted. I understand when you make music, you get inspired by certain things. So you might still be inspired by the trap. But I'm talking about dudes who just like they'll still hang out with the trap, but they got a quarter million dollars worth of jury on them. Dude, what are you doing? It's even dudes who are like I, I know once you're a gangbanger, you're always a gangbanger. But even dudes with affiliation and like you're really going out chasing dudes from other gangs and shootouts you, and stuff. You, what are you doing? You know what it is? It's one of those things where um, with that, it's some people can't separate the two. Yeah. Some people can't separate the two. So your lifestyle has really changed, but your attitude wants to tell you, I still need to be around certain people. Yeah. No, like, I would like, like, I can respect the dude that says like that's why the whole Nipsey thing was was great because Nipsey was hardcore in the Crips since he was a kid and all that. He still hung out with his Crips dudes, but he was he was he was even teaching his Crips dudes. Listen, we could still do what we need to do, but it's it's bigger than us now. Yeah. We gotta we gotta build a brand for this neighborhood. So the kids coming up, they don't have to do what we yeah. do. So yeah. I can respect that. But dudes can't separate the two. Dudes can't separate the fact that they make ten million dollars a year and they cannot go back to their neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. They feel like they feel like they gotta keep that same energy. But if you keeping it if you keeping that same energy that you was when you was doing something negative, yeah. you would never keep your blessings up. And and, and and you know, the clout the clout chasing, like, don't get it twisted. 
you have to elevate from past situations, right? Yeah. I understand if you go back to hood, you're giving out turkeys, you're mentoring people and stuff like that. But the dudes who are millionaires who go back to the hood to stunt on the people in the hood, dudes are still hungry. Like, like, because they want the clout of saying, I'm still so hood, I'm still so hood. And like you said, even even people, people who outside of, the music, stuff like that. People at work, people who they will show. line you up. They will line you. Yo, your own. Listen, let me tell you something. Look, our, Chinks. Our, Look at Chinks. Listen, Chinks is a perfect example. It was somebody who was from the hood yes, with him, and they went to his funeral and all the. Listen, do listen. Sometimes you think people are happy for you, but they're really against you. They're not. They they're against you they're because they're tra- they, they're, they're waiting to- for that moment that you fell or to see how they could even take what's yours. They're trying to figure out. We had the same 24 hours, and why did your 24 hours go so better than theirs? Mm-hmm. So they're going to do anything negative. They're going to focus 23 hours to, to come after you instead of saying, you know what? I respect that man. Yeah. Yo, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me I, eat I, his brain. I, I've been around clout chasers and, and doing things with clout chasers, and it's just like, you feel like, man, like, their personality is so ingenuine they're not they're not real they're not authentic it's like everything is just for the image of what people would think and i'm just like yo even if even if quote unquote it looks good for the gram and stuff like that yeah. how are you comfortable with yourself you know you know what it is and i got to the point i i didn't learn that into um and, and i honestly said it into my 30s where i'm just i'm really comfortable with myself so i don't really need the stamp of approval whatever to and then we all go through. I think around in my eight, uh, my my twenties and more like you know, if I'm eighteen to my twenties, it wasn't about the approval, but I was still trying to keep up with the Joneses. Yeah. If I if I lie to you and say I'm the same Cliff from those times, I'm lying. I'm I have a daughter now. I, I'm a family man. You know, I like to do family stuff because that's my life. You know, and I still like to have a good time and and and, and turn up and all that whatever too. But you gotta evolve. You got to evolve. And then, you know, sometimes people can't understand that you're evolving. You got to leave them behind. Mm-hmm. So the clout chasing is easy to be like, look at this dude. Look at this. Even that. Like, even with this podcast thing, people think, you know, people don't know the, the dynamics of podcasting, building a brand, how hard it work takes, whatever. People will see it and be like, yo, this dude, yo, yo, he think he, he doing radio, whatever, he getting paid. No, it don't work like that. Everything is a struggle. Everything's hard work. Mm-hmm. So my thing is, Save your energy for something positive. Yeah. That's and then your life will be better. So to uh, keep the clout chasing and talk about how hip hop, right? Because hip hop, yeah. obviously, hip hop is just big for our community. Mm-hmm. You know, the African American community, hip hop is a big money maker. Hip hop shapes the culture, shapes the way we dress and stuff like that. And like I said, sometimes we have these stars that continue to do things to chase clout that don't need it and sometimes it's the age right i'm gonna bring up somebody in my next question sometimes it's the age where it's just like they still need to grow up like sometimes people are successful so young the the instance i'm gonna bring up is a young kodak black young kodak is less than 25 years old i think he's 23 or something like that kodak's been successful for the like last five years so we're talking about he was a teenager when he started to be successful, literally changed, life right? changed, life and now he has millions, and you know, life changing. But I, I feel like he's still not elevating himself. I don't know who he has around for him. So my question is, okay, Kodak Black got arrested for allegedly participating in the drive-by recently, and the gun that was found in the car, in the car he rented. Do you feel like he's still chasing clout, or he just can't let the streaks go? 
I, 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 I think I like I said. I think like what you said. It's piggyback. I think it's a little both. But you could look at Kodak Black and tell that sometimes you could tell by a person's personality that he wasn't raised by two parents. Hmm. Just just the, the the mannerism and. And and, and and that's that's tough. That, that, I agree with you, no, but no, I, I, no, I think no, it's I'm, also I'm, tough, right? Because some some single moms do the best no, that they can. No, no, and, and I'm not blaming it on the yeah. single parents. What I'm saying, and some, some dads, some, some dads, some dads do the best, do the best that they can, and the, the kid sometimes is gonna be who he is, right? Kodak Black has never sit back, and the so Kodak Kodak Black has never sit back and has somebody to really tell him, you know, you at a place where everything you do now. Is 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 consequences to it, right? Mm-hmm. He's still thinking he's having fun. He hanging out with the homies. He's got money in his pocket. He could say whatever he want, whatever too. Kodak Black is not gonna realize until he's twenty eight years old, right? And 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 he's in a lot of jail time, and nobody in the music industry is gonna mess with him. Yeah. That damn, I had a shot. Now he's he's a gonna be he's gonna he's gonna be one of them stories that he had all these hits and all these records. But the fact that he didn't change his personality and he get, he didn't give he didn't get the right type of guidance that he he his success is gonna come to an end. I, I brought up Coda Black because that incident's recent. But let's 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 explore Young Sixty Nine. He's the ultimate clout chasing. He's the Hall of Fame of clout chasing and what happens when it goes wrong. Yeah. Because now the money's gonna dry up. Them yeah. songs he got in rotation, they're going to start spinning. Yeah. Now, now that you're an alleged snitch, right? You're yeah. alleged participate. All that. We're going to let the gun bang. Hit the hand. People ain't trying to hear that from you no more. And right? You know what? You know what, though? It's, and people are still going to be on his head. You know, but you know what? Forever. You know what's crazy, though? And and it's it's a sad society. He Him him right there, he always make money. And, and You think he, so? You know why? Let me, tell, so. let me tell you why. He could go EDM. He could go EDM. They don't care about none of that. That that gig and big show, right? See, if hold, he, hold on, hold you're right. On, hold if on, he make good music, hold on, hold on, you're trust right. me, trust you're me. Right. I didn't think about like, that. He could go EDM because that's and, a question we're gonna talk about later. He could go subject. EDM. He 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 he's Mexican and he's mixed with something else. So he got a brand that he could go over to EDM, and those EDM guys are gonna love him. And he's gonna always make money. See, it's a different story. Mm-hmm. Somebody who looks like me or you do that, it's over for us. Because and I'm not being racism. You know, I'm it's, just, it's the currency hey, of being uh, black. Listen, sometimes. that's what I'm. That's what I'm trying it's to tell. Kodak Black is gonna be something that if he keeps it up, he's never gonna be the the way he's supposed to be. He with his music alone, he you he is talented. Mm-hmm. He makes hits like no other. And listen, you for you to say you don't like Kodak Black music. You just don't. It could not be your taste, but he makes but he makes he makes hits. music that you can't deny, he makes, right? Like some of these guys, like to me, I don't care whatever happens. I am never gonna be a Blueface fan. I don't care. <laughs> Tatiana's popping, but 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 what I'm what I his who's a baby. I'm Blueface. Nah, Check me out. He can't no, rap. No, but but like I said, but call that black thing about story. six nine is he go EDM. He's still a millionaire because he has he has that headbanger music. EDM, Waka Flocka went EDM. He could do, do hip hop rock. Waka Waka Flocka went EDM to get all his money. Then yeah. that's when he convert, come back, whatever. Too yeah. EDM, EDM don't care about all that. Which called they 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 were headbanging music that's and true. so he's always gonna have a limit. Kodak is different. Kodak look like me and you. Yeah. Me and you, we there's there's no second chances like like that. Yeah. Like even with the whole um Bobby Smurder and them. 
They might get a shot here or there, but it's going to be difficult. They didn't have enough buzz. They, listen, they yeah. held it down. They held it and down. And then the right people, like. But it, they had the currency of clout. Like, Bobby. Everyone's going to always respect Bobby because Bobby, he, he, he could have turned on Roddy yeah, Rowe. Roddy Rebel, right? Yeah. And got less time. Yeah. He said, nah, if it's going to make the whole team win. So Bobby Smurder is going to be a legend yeah, for a long time. But like I said. Unless he get deported like Shine. That like, kills Shine. Like, right? <laughs> <laughs> After Shine got deported, people. And then his music was terrible. <laughs> Come on. I think something happened. Oh, no, his, his, music, his music, he was still stuck in the 90s. Yeah, he, didn't, yeah, he didn't even pick up. He, he didn't. But somebody like 6ix9ine, EDM, he'd be fine. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So the last question on this topic, clout chasing, right? And what made me also think about clout chasing is I, I took a ride with my niece. And she kept talking. She was talking to me, right? My niece is 12 years old. And she kept talking to me about, you know, I was asking her about stuff in school. And, you know, being an uncle is just like, you know, you you, you give advice, but at the same time you listen, right? Because you're not their parents where so you're going to judge them, but at the same time you want to give advice and wisdom yeah. as well. So I'm just hearing her, and I'm just hearing her like, oh, yeah, that girl, she did this for clout. And clout came out of her mouth 10, 15 times in a half hour, and I'm just like, yo, the clout for these young people mean a lot. Yeah. Right? People thinking you the man. Like, to me, I understand I used to, I used to get into fights sometimes because someone tried to, Someone thought, oh, I was this fat kid that I was going to get punked. And that wasn't the case. So I was ready to fight. But now that I'm older, I would laugh at someone who's... Don't get it twisted. I'm not going to get disrespected. But if someone wants to be tough and stuff like that, I shrug you off. I don't got energy for it. Yeah. But so it leads me to this last question is, especially with this younger generation, how Instagram popularity gets you clout. Likes on Facebook, likes on Snapchat, and all these things. Do you think people chase clout because it's easier to get their money? Right? Because think about it. You could do some wild shit, have clout, and it's just like you feel instant gratification. But that don't necessarily mean you're getting money. I think it's easier, just not even just the money purpose, it's easier to let people know who you are, period. So people might do something just like... Like like the kid who kicked Arnold Schwarzenegger in the back, he will always he will always be known as yo, he's a legend, <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? When he did that, I was like, and I, when he did that, I had to go back to but me. But I hate and I was people. Like, I hate people who do stupid no, stuff. No, but like when that. he did that, I had to go back and like, damn, like maybe I'm old because I I was really upset. I'm like, yo, this dude is a jerk. Arnold's actually taking the time out, taking pictures with the kids, you know, showing them love, and then he gets dropped. <laughs> How many times you see at a sporting event a fan will get on the crowd and sometimes they try to tackle a, a soccer player no, or something I like know. that? No, I'm just, but it, it was, you know, that's when you know age comes. It was me. That was that's, a mean drop is, kick, though. Listen, let's let's <laughs> talk about it, it, it get uh, a little comedy. No, when he did that, I was just like, no, no. But the execution was no, great. No, listen, listen. I know I'm getting old because yeah. I was upset because I'm like, yeah, I'm like, you look stupid. Like you could have literally got hurt. It wasn't. It wasn't like he was that young of a kid who didn't know no better. But you understand. He was brought on a grown oh, man. That bodyguard. That bodyguard. If that bodyguard, I honestly would have hurt him to the point where he hospitalized him. He had every right. He's protecting Arnold, right? Yeah. And and I was like, yo, what's going on here? But he did that for what? Cloud viral. Chasing. Cloud chasing. Viral. Yes. It, and it wasn't a money thing for him. He wasn't gonna get no money for that. To be viral, right? Has, but you know what? Sometimes that's why I understand why the clout chasing, right? Because clout chasing now doesn't require talent. Yeah, it requires a moment. You still a moment. Look at um, 
Something batty. Ah. Uh, to Catch Me Outside, how about that from Dr. Phil? Yeah. Now she's a hip-hop artist. Now she's big. Now she has like 15 million followers. Like, she's huge. She tours. She makes money. She's a millionaire from Catch Me Outside, how about that? That's culture vulturism, but that's a whole nother conversation. There's a other girl. She's not as big as Catch Me Outside. She, she acts like she thinks she's black. White girl, I forgot her name, with gold teeth, and she talks mad funny. But it's an act. She said on, um, what you call it, Ancestry, she's like 3% black or something like that. Yeah. And that's what began. But I say that to say this. It's dangerous when we out here thinking clout. Clout's not going to last forever. No, it's not. And then, and, and what you call it? You call and when you do something stupid to get clout, someone's going to do stupid to get clout from you. And cloud chasing could go left real, uh, really real, bad. Really bad. Like like dude that was in his drawers. He was talking all that baby whatever. The the baby is is, is licensed like Floyd Mayweather. Have you seen the? <laughs> have you have you? And <laughs> he was healthy with those. If you didn't see the clip, you need to go back. He put that he put that grown man in his drawers and he was foaming at the mouth basically. Mm-hmm. And the baby told him, "Don't play with me." Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It just, I mean, listen. I, a lot of people want attention. It don't matter what age you are. Social media, social media could destroy you and yeah. everything, and social media could help Ex- you and everything. Especially those people who are out here doing those pranks where you run up on people and do something crazy for clout. Don't do that to the wrong person. Yeah, bro. don't do that. Listen. Especially some, 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 some of these uh, African American kids or even Latino kids from these areas think they're tough, and they run up sometimes on these. White people who are minding their business doing crazy shit. Some of these people carry, bro. And then, and then if it's in certain places and it's justified, they're going like, to get off. Don't do that shit in the South. You might you might pull it off up here, New York, Connecticut, Pennsylvania. Certain but places. But in the South, they carry, bro. Yeah, they they, they, they will shoot you. And then they say... They, they, they will stand their ground. They will say that he was trying to rob me. And then when the video come... It's not gonna show that it was, you a was, joke. it was a prank and somebody was recording. It's gonna show that you look like you try to attack him. And now your mom gotta bury you. Your family's missing you over what? But let's because you, you thought let, this was gonna make you famous. Let's not even talk about that. When they when they show the clipping of you, it's gonna have the picture that you look you look the most thuggish. You mm-hmm. look like a thug. And then it's Which gonna it's gonna validate why why this person not gonna go yeah. to jail. So you gotta be careful with the cloud chasing. So the last topic we're going to talk about on the show is the business of hip-hop. It would have been a little more effective with the artists to talk about it. But shout the, him out, too, because he's going to come back through whatever. He had a Baby Love Pop. Shout out to Baby Love Pops. He had a situation where he couldn't get here, but um, we definitely going to have him on, yeah. and his music is dope. And Southside he's a Southside, Southside dude like us, you know what I'm saying? So Baby Love Pops, we're going to have him on. So, um, But the, the topic is the business of hip-hop. Okay. And the reason, obviously, we want to talk to our artists about it, but... Hip hop is such a huge business, right? It's 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 one of the things that, although we started, we're not making the money from it, which yeah. is another thing that bothers me, right? Our culture, our our significance, our talents, are utilized and appreciated, but we 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 seldom monetize it. We seldom benefit from it like we should, right? Yeah. It's sort of like, don't get it twisted. There's artists making money. You got the Beyonce's, you got the Jay-Z's who are moguls, but there's so many other people who don't even have the talent that's making the money out of it. So I wanted to have the conversation on how do we change that. So let me ask the first question, right? So with the success of independent artists, do artists dream of being signed to Def Jam or Universal anymore? 
You think? No, I think I think signing to a label, signing to a label, only benefits you when your buzz is extremely already high, and you just need that extra camera time. Extra you need an extra million, two million dollars to do the videos that you really want to do. But with the internet alone, like. For example, Soldier Boy let you know that it's possible that you could do. Look at Chance the Rapper. Chance the Chance the Rapper hasn't even charged us for an album yet. Yeah, so so that all the joints been free. Exactly, downloadable. So, so that and um, Gucci Man was a product of that. Even Nipsey Hussle, like you mentioned earlier, Nipsey Hussle first album that you no don't get it twisted. Nipsey Hussle did fundraising thing where he he put a mixtape out that was a thousand dollars and he raised a hundred thousand dollars from getting people rich people to buy it he put out another mixtape before that that was a hundred dollars and jay-z spent like ten thousand Th- those are special cases but his mixtapes you could have got them for free yeah it's one of them things where it's it's just with the internet alone you don't need a label backing but you do need a label backing when it comes to like certain things that you want to take the next level because when you want to do a certain video that's a million dollars most people, I don't care if you're an independent artist, whatever. Unless you're doing, a, unless you're in the street or you got a good, good connection yeah. where somebody's willing to risk their money with, yeah. it's hard to get that. So, you I, only sign, you only sign where the partnership is fifty-fifty. Yeah. That signing and you get a three-sixty deal. You used to, you basically a slave. Yeah. You basically that's the old way of thinking. That's modern-day slavery. You basically going into a company, being getting an entry-level position when you sign that deal. And you you sign in that entry level position where you could have been the boss the whole time. Yeah. Matt, that's what Master P. That's why I, I, I love what uh, yeah. Master P is. Uh, Master P. People be like, oh, um, Kodak Black was like, Master P was talking all this. He gonna help me out or two. Master P was like, listen, man, I've been doing this for years. You going you would pay that white man the suit. That's the um, problem. You pay that man white man to sue all this money and I have no problem. I'm telling you, this is my flat fee. And now you coming at me crazy and all this, whatever. Yeah. Master P said, I could go to Donald Trump. Donald Trump could go to one his, out of this video. He said, he go, Donald Trump could go to all his Homeboys. millionaire friends, billionaire friends and say, listen, I, I need $500 million. I need a billion dollars. And they're going to round up and give it to him. He said, I can't even go to any of my, my people's and ask for $5,000. They're going to ask me why I need it for two. And I could have gave it to them Ten other time, no problem. And then one time I asked him, and, and it's true. I I I think with this new generation and the way the internet works, you don't need to sign the label. But if you're gonna sign the label, have that instant gratification to the point where you just use the label for a certain vision that you can't go. Because I, okay, I'm sorry. You okay, go? Go it's only a matter of you can only go so far doing it yourself because yeah. everybody need help. I don't. I I agree and I disagree. Like. Instead of signing for the label, learn to build a team. That's that's the problem that a lot of people don't. Because the label, you you sign to a label to build the team that you need, but we have to learn to build our own teams. That that that's that's the difference, right? Because nowadays, people people aren't buying CDs that you need press like that. Okay. People aren't buying CDs that you need press like that. People are downloading their music. People want their music instantly. Yeah. The record label actually makes you take longer to put stuff out. Clearances and things like that, and they're analyzing, you know, the effectiveness and stuff like but that. But you know, you sign a distribution deal. You don't have to actually sign with the label. A distribution deal and signing with the label is two different things. Signing with the label is entry-level position. A distribution deal is saying, listen, man, 
I got I'm a non-profit organization. I literally need more money yeah. to yeah. build my company. It's a partnership. Like so, you, you said so, that you said that earlier. It's a partnership. It's a partnership. So you don't sign a label. You don't sign a 360 deal where you're an entry level worker. You sign a partnership deal where like listen, I want I want to partner up with you for two years. Whatever you put in and whatever you make, you're gonna get a little bit off the top mm. because you help me out. Well, most distribution deals, if you do if you do it right, it's like you get seventy percent of profit, they get thirty percent of yeah, profit. Yeah, which is which is standard. If you do it right, which if you is do standard. it right. Some people don't do it right. But you mentioned something earlier that was that was very interesting. Like a lot of times, think about it. It's Kodak Black. You're an independent artist and stuff like that. Like he 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 kind of clowned Master P a little bit, saying like Master P trying to get money from him and stuff like that. But my dude, you you would pay someone who doesn't look like you to do the same thing Mas- for you, and 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 they don't have the brand equity of success as Master P. Master P said he looked at Kodak's contract and the dude he was working with, it was a slave contract, yeah. and he tried to tell Kodak, "Yo, this is my fee and what you call it, boom." And think about it, when a dude like Master P, you gotta pay him because. He's he's gonna teach you the jewels. Not only that, you pay for the relationships he already exactly. has. Exactly. You not he not listen. First of all, Kodak, no disrespect to Kodak Black, he would never see Master P money. Master P got got got. He's, he's gonna waste too much money on 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 lawyers <laughs> and and cases and settlement and civil cases. All, all that, that stuff that don't mean nothing. I don't wish that on him. I hope that someone's in his ear that allow him to advance. But right now he's not on that path. So let me ask the next question. The next question is: They said seventy five percent of the wealth generated in hip hop is from people of non color. Um, wait, seventy five percent of the wealth generated in hip hop is from people of non color. So although hip hop is a is driven by the culture of African Americans and Latino people on a majority, seventy five percent of the money being made in the industry goes out of our community. It's not from us. Yeah. You know, record label owners, this, that, and the other. So how do how do you think we can change the business of that? And that's why I like Jay Z so much. Because Jay Z and Nas Biggie, Jay Z, and Nas were my favorite artists. Biggie passed, God bless the dead. Then it was Nas and Jay Z. Yeah. I'm being from Queens. I really wrote hard for Nas. But then it was the business acumen of Jay Z that said, you know what, this is my guy. And I feel like more of us need to have, like, we watch Jay Z do certain things where he's just like, he stepped away from the label. He understand pushing his own brand and stuff like that. We People sign to the labels because they want that big infrastructure. Till you realize, yeah, I'm a big name. But I'm not making no money. Yeah. So signing to a label is like chasing clout nowadays. Signing, but we have to learn signing, the business. Signing to a label when you don't have your homework and you don't have, like you said, you have the greatest workers in the world. But if they if they all on the same level as you, you're never gonna grow. That's just how a company works. Someone, sh- anybody out here listening, have the conversation. You don't want to sign to anyone when you bring that talent. You want to partner with them, yeah. unless you unless you are a athlete, where you yeah. you sign like no athlete can say I'm LeBron James, you know, I'm gonna start playing pickup games here. Yeah, maybe you'll make the money and stuff like that, but certain things. But you want to partner. Yeah, partnership is the key word. A lot yeah. of times we look for people to just do all the work and then cut us a check, but then when you realize like damn. I generated one million, but the check they cut in is fifty thousand. Yeah, you feel like shit. There's a lot more of that that I should chase. So I think we need to follow the examples of successful people and mimic them. Ask questions. 
get get the chance to get exposure to that kind of stuff. And more artists, most artists, more artists. If you got a, a certain buzz or whatever, too, with social media, if you got three, two, three million followers, whatever, you don't gotta sign a label. They'll sign a distribution deal, so you get that help mm-hmm. for for, and you get you get you get the certain loans for the videos you need to do. They like you said the seventy thirty split, and it's good. Like the 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 South really really educate really took 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 uh, uh, a big hit to educate us to what's going on. Um, the Houston, what's the Houston um rap a lot and um, what's rap a lot uh rap a lot? No, 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 rap a lot. Um, the Houston Scarface. boys, not Scarface, the owner, the um, everybody respect. Um, damn, he's a gangster. He's gang. What you call it? He had the Ghetto Boys yeah, and yeah, Scarface. Yeah. What's um, his name? You know what I'm talking about. Uh, this, but the South, head. but the South really took took and hold. He of, told Birdman, "You need to back up with the Drake situation." Yeah, you need to like What's um. His name? It's gonna come to me. But you know, like the there. South really took 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 instances. You know, go after that. Mm-hmm. In New York, in New York State of mind, we like listen, man. Now nah, we gotta sign this person. We gotta sign that. And then you don't read your contracts. So a lot of times, you 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 didn't read the fine print that says that I own you. Yeah, that's why a lot of times delayed gratification is the reason why a lot of people are in a lot. A lot of the times they want that that check instantly. They want that success instantly, but they don't realize the points on the back end. Fifty thousand dollar check when you from the hood sound great, but that person that gave you fifty thousand dollars know you you're a million dollars. You're a million dollar profit. You know what I mean? And then even when you sign a fifty million dollar fifty thousand dollar deal, and you making all this great music, you never get to get money because anything you do, he got to collect from. Jay Prince. Yeah, Jay Prince. It was killing me. I, yeah, it was Jay Prince. Who else? Jay Prince. Birdman had the ideas of doing that. Master P. So but you also got to do business, good business. You got to. You like got to. You 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 got to do good business. And also, like, it's a level of respect. Like QC, like you said, uh, yeah. QC and stuff. The South really takes into that. Nobody in New York really does that because, not saying people in New York are lazy. We're more like you got. We got to see it first. Down South. New York fell in love with the old infrastructure, <laughs> and we haven't advanced to the new yeah, infrastructure. Yeah, like we haven't, we haven't evolved to say, you know, we don't need nobody. We could just yeah. do it on whatever too. Like yeah. you literally could come up with an album, put your own money and whatever too. If you got a good fan base, you got two, three million. You got, you got four million followers, whatever. That album's gonna sell just because your following mm-hmm. is gonna support you. Yeah, that's why you don't really need the labels anymore. It's genuine relationships. Yeah, so it's just about doing your homework and educating right. yourself. So we're coming to the end. The last question on this topic is: Flowrider, Black Eyed Peas, and Pitbull changed their style to be successful. Is that something you can see yourself doing? That was a question for the artist, but but like like me. I used to rap when I was younger, and I felt I was good. But then this, the content I was rapping about, you get a little older, and you're like, "Yo, how am I helping people rapping about thug shit and people the shit the people around me are doing and stuff like that?" And that wasn't where you my heart is, so I, I took you a step can, back. You but would you change your style? Like Florida, Florida is like almost EDM now, and he he, he started you off hard. You could change your style. Pitbull too. Pitbull was. Pitbull was and now he's more salsa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that, but, but he's getting bread. Not even that. It's just a matter of you got to see what works. That's what hip hop is about. That's why hip hop is one of the best genres because you could do. Look at the country, uh, the little kid, little Nas. He's little about Nas to take X, off, yeah, yeah. and he's not a country singer. He's hip hop. That's yeah, hip hop. Yeah. Everything is mixed in. Even Nori had one of the hardest first albums ever. But when the money started getting low, 
Yeah, the money was getting low. He said, but, Let me but, get some more. A little difference is that that's his culture. But no, but listen, so, but no, listen, listen. I, I get you, but Noriega, that's part of the Component Noriega, and then he went to, well, listen, boy, that bag was getting low and he evolved. That's hip hop. Hip hop is about changing yeah. and not keeping up. To me, to me, like, hip hop is about. I no. wouldn't. The change, right, is versatility. You gotta have growth, right? Like, like Jay Z's not rapping the same way he rapped when he first came in. You kind of have growth. You have grown man yeah. rap, kind of stuff like that. But I also feel like, to me, it's just like, I could be successful. You could tell me, like, like for instance, we're doing this podcast. If someone said, you know what, Marv, I want you on this podcast, but you gotta be like, yo, you gotta talk about how Black Lives Matter is BS. You know what I'm saying? And like how, you know, what happened to Trayvon Martin should have happened to him because he was being a thug. Nah, that's that's something... That's an extreme, right? Yeah. But I'm saying that to say this. If my voice changed and I can't can't believe what I'm doing, nah, I'm good. Because right now, at this point in my age, I made it so far that I still need money, but I'm good. Like, I don't need the private jet kind of stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So, anyway, uh, I just feel like if you could have conviction in what you're doing, it would be good. Like, Like, J. Cole. I feel like J. Cole... The minute he feels like he's not having fun with it no more, he's going to disappear. And you're going to be like, what happened to J. Cole? <laughs> yeah. Right? Hey, That's the hey, kind of artist hey, I would want to be. He's going to go somewhere in Africa and just hide out for a Chill while. Chill out for a while. start teaching the kids something. Exactly. Because yeah. he's because making a lot of money. He's it good. It's, 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 I think he got to the point where it's like, yo. Like, he, you know who got, I, I feel could compromise himself? I feel like Drake. No, he if he, his well ran dry, I feel like Drake would try to completely change he, himself. I think J. Cole got to the point, though, where it's like, he don't he, he you know in your industry you realize how crazy the industry is like yo I don't want to be a part of that. Yeah. So I just want to I still need to get my I still need to get my income. Him and Kendrick wanna, Lamar I are just, my two new the newer artists that I rock get with. My, I want to get my money and I don't want to be involved in, in the back end of all the garbage that's going in. You know because J. Cole, J. Cole makes great music and everybody yeah. loves J. Cole. When you make it something good, people is gonna eventually catch on. Yeah, you remember Gucci? You said Gucci man, the worst rapper in the yeah, world. I'm telling you, if we were still doing music, was, you would be my A and R. Yeah, I you was always pumping. I was pumping Gucci. Good. I said, Yo, bro, this dude is gonna hit. Yeah. Like it was terrible. Then he had when when he got better too, though. Don't get it twisted. He, he got, wasn't that good in he, the beginning. You know what he said though? Out of ten songs, he would do thirteen songs a day. Maybe two of them be hot. The other one just be songs. He kept going, going. Yeah. And that's what you got to do. And life yeah. is about but keep that, pushing. That's, that's another thing. And this is the last time I'm saying we're going to wrap up a show that kind of, like, when you're an artist like that, you got, you can't, you can't work at an investment bank and be a rapper that's about to be popping. Right? Because you're serving two masters. Yeah. I feel like when the streets dudes will be like, yo, they serving and then they're in the studio. They get to do that exchange. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's tough. You got to choose one or the other. Yeah. But that's be the wrap up of this show and, you know, end of another Views from the Friends on podcast. Like I said, Greedy Gut and Open Shirt Poppy will be back shout next time we team. have the show. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, Cliff, you want to do any shout outs before we hand it out? Um, it's, it's a great Sunday. Enjoy the weather. Everybody be safe at Summer Jam. If you're going to after parties, be safe. You know, put God first, um, you know, at all times. And just, you know, try to humble yourself. Sometimes you think, sometimes you think, Taking that picture or acting a certain way is going to uh, give you blessing, but helping others in the struggle, that's what's going to give you blessing and, you know, staying positive. That's yeah. what I want to say. Yeah, no, shout outs, like I, I always say, shout outs to everybody who support us. Shout out to everybody who has a brand or a business idea initiative that they're trying to get, you know, out in the ground. Please hit us up if you want to be a guest on the show. 
the views on the friend zone. And um, also, we always we, we always say that we from Southside Jamaica, Queens. Any artists from Southside Jamaica, Queens, we got a platform for you. Come up, come through, show love. I play, I play ball with a lot of you dudes that's rapping now. So, you know, yeah. you're trying to get a buzz. Come up and, you know, it's promotion for, for, for both parties. You know, yeah. we help each other out. It's, so It's partnership as well. But like, like I was saying, you know, go out, you know, go out there and continue to chase your dream. It's tough. Everything you're trying to be successful at is tough. It's not easy. There's no shortcuts to success. And understand partnering with people who are also trying to figure it out is the best thing you could do, right? Because a lot of times you feel like you got to compete with everybody. No. No. It's not There's enough in the market space for, for me to be popping, you to be popping. We could be popping together. So that's what I want to say. Like I always say, go out there and chase your legacy over your liabilities because your legacy lasts longer. And do things that make you uncomfortable because you rise from being uncomfortable. And we out. Peace. Peace. Views from the friend zone. Mom trying to be, I'm trying to reach the end zone. You think I'm kind of sweet and you want to be friends though? It's cool though. Just don't try to play me for no fool, yo. Views from the friend zone. Mom trying to be, I'm trying to reach the end zone. You think I'm kind of sweet and you want to be friends though? It's cool though.